Maria Nemeth. I'm a PhD psychologist, master certified coach, and the founder and director of the Academy for Coaching Excellence. This podcast is about you and your relationship with money. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Maria, and you are listening to the Energy of Money podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. I am going to be talking to you about something that I'm actually writing about in my newsletter this week. It's about taking small, sweet steps toward a goal or dream. You know, in the Finding Nemo series, I'm sure most of you have seen it. There's Dory, that blue fish who has ostensibly lost her memory. Maybe she never had it, but she lost her memory. And the thing that she does know to do is just keep swimming. And she turns out to be one of the heroes in this two-part uh, movie, you know, both uh, Finding Nemo and then the movie that came after it. And um, one of the reasons that she's such a hero is that she doesn't get ruffled. She just doesn't get ruffled. You know, if there was a, there's a little time in which she loses her way and is concerned, but very quickly she comes back to center. And when she meets people, she's focused on them and she creates relationship. And so eventually things get solved around her. I just love that whole character of Dory. So what does that have to do with us? You might ask. Okay. Over the past 38 years or so in working with people in the relationship with money, I found first there is a definition of success that I think I've mentioned here on this podcast, but I'll just say it again. Success is doing what you said you would do consistently with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. Now, uh, therefore, if we want to look at financial success, it's doing what you said you would do consistently with money, with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. And that really, it doesn't matter how much money you have, because I've worked with people who are very, very wealthy and they worry about money and they worry that people really don't like them. They just want to be around them because they're so rich. And, you know, that's not a, a definition of financially successful. You know, they work hard. Maybe they're working 80 hours a week to maintain their wealth. So, and on the other hand, there are people who don't have very much money at all, but they seem to be enjoying themselves. They're conscious about how they're using this sweet energy. They're not wasting it. They're not, they work. Of course, they work hard, but they're not struggling. And they're going on the vacations they want to go on. If they want guitar lessons, they take those guitar lessons. And, uh, you know, their relationship with money is much more satisfying. Now, to get back to uh, Dory and just keep swimming, you know, what another thing that I talk with people about is that whenever you go for a goal or a dream, it could be a financial goal. Let's say that uh, you want to, ah, I'll give you an example. There was someone who I coached who wanted to buy a new car. And, you know, he 
he wanted to pay for it at, in cash when it came time for him to buy it because he didn't want any payments afterward. He just wanted to have it, you know, goes to the, uh, the lot, picks out the car, writes the check, and it's his. So he put some money, started some money in a car savings account at his bank. And every month he would put a, six, a fixed amount of money into it. I don't even remember what the amount was, but the point is this, that there was a time when I was coaching him that he had had uh, a few thousand dollars saved up. And uh, I think he was halfway there. And right about then, the home he was living in, there was a huge rainstorm. And the rain tore a hole in the roof. And he didn't have the kind of insurance that would cover the damage that the water would do to his home. Now take a deep breath. I know for him, it was just, you know, a terrible thing. And he saw that uh, he didn't have enough money to cover the repair totally, but he did have some money saved up that he could put towards fixing his home. And of course, it was the savings account for his car. And I remember him talking with me about it. He said, Maria, you know, this is uh, feels like a disaster for me because I've been saving for a new car now for about 24 months. And here, just as I'm halfway through, this disaster happens to my home. And it's going to take everything I've saved up in my account and more. So you can imagine how frustrated he was, how, you know, lost he must have felt. You know, almost like Dory in Finding Nemo. There's some points in the movies where she's lost. She doesn't know what to do. And then she just keeps swimming and meets up with people like whales <laughs> that can help her along. So he hadn't seen uh, Finding Nemo because it hadn't come out yet, but he took the money from his savings account. I think he left $500 in it just so that he could see that there was some money in that savings account. And he used the few thousand dollars that he had saved up as a halfway, you know, paying at least for half of the uh, water damage because his home insurance didn't cover uh, water damage. And when I talked to him, uh, I was coaching him right about then on uh, something else, actually having to do with writing a book. It was a fiction book. Um, he was really, uh, for a while, and what I mean for a while, uh, about a week, he was downcast about it. But then something happened. He said to me, you know, after all the work I've been doing with you, what, you know, you've, you've taught me about the power of gratitude and also about learning how to take small 
sweet steps toward my goal or dream, no matter what happens. And he started um, keeping track of the things for which he was grateful. And I remember at the time telling him to go on to YouTube and see the um, the tape of Brother David Stendelrast doing, it's on gratitude, the grateful day. For those of you who really want a wonderful feeling of support, I suggest that you go to YouTube and go to Brother David Stendelrast and uh, a grateful day and play it. You can just, it takes about five minutes. Well, he did that. He did that. And uh, then he started talking with me about, well, what are the small, sweet steps I can begin to take to replenish that account? And, you know, just the whole idea of being willing to keep going, that's something that really was inspiring to me. Yes, he did end up saving enough money for his car. He decided to save up for half of the car rather than plunking a total payment because he saw that uh, paying for half of the car and then having a much smaller uh, payment every month was was a good idea. But, you know, the thing I got out of it is is that you and I have goals and dreams we have something that we really want to happen. And then life happens. And you can expect the unexpected at every turn. Things happen in physical reality that are unpredictable. And so the question becomes this. When I have a goal or dream and life happens and kind of throws a curveball toward me. What am I willing to do? Do I give up? Do I sit by the side of the road and bemoan that uh, something has happened to me that I didn't order, I didn't plan at all? Or do I ask myself the following question? What is the next small, sweet step that I could take to get back on the road? Without looking at a huge promise, what's the next thing I can do? What is the next small, sweet step I can take? You know, for this guy, it was, well, first of all, realizing that it was impractical to try to save for the total payment on the car. I think in those days, what he wanted to do was um, buy a car that was about $28,000. And instead, what if he lowered the amount of money that he needed to save? And when he decided to redo that, he immediately breathed a sigh of relief. And then he began to ask himself, okay, let me get back on the horse. Let me get back in the game. How can I continue to save for that wonderful a car that I wanted to buy? And just allowing himself to see that next small step and then the next step and then the next step, I could see his spirits lifting. And it was almost like he was like Dory, that fish. Because at some point, 
<laughs> he just like, all right, my next step this week is this. And my next step the next week is this. And as I was talking with him, it was like he was just keeping on swimming. He just didn't stop, but looked at what can I do with ease? You know, instead of giving up, instead of saying it was a poor idea, I should never have even thought of getting a car. Or, you know, it's even worse uh, when we say to ourselves, it's a sign from the universe that I shouldn't be saving for this car. Who says that? Does the universe actually look at me and say, okay, I need to give a message to Maria Nemeth. I'm the universe. I'm going to send her a message. And this is my message. No, 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 no. This not that. The question is, what can I learn from the situation? How can I manage it? You know, you've heard me say this before, but Nelson Mandela had a quote. And uh, it's, I never lose. I only win or I learn. And so the question becomes, if I have a kind of a turn of events where something is not going the way I wanted it to go, and believe me, folks, in physical reality, no matter what your goal or dream is, some things are going to happen that are unpredictable, you know, that will kind of tend to throw you off course. And the question becomes, am I going to give up or am I going to drive myself crazy by trying to make up the money, in this case, as quickly as possible? Or am I willing just to see that there is another small, sweet step in front of me, make the appropriate arrangements, and just keep going? As you're listening to me right now, is there something that's happening to for you regarding money? Is there maybe a goal or dream that you have and some situation or circumstance has come up that makes you need to delay by when you're going to have this goal or, you know, gives you a sense that, well, this is going to be harder than it should be. Is there something happening with you and money in which after listening to this, you know that there are one or two steps that you should continue to take, maybe even on a daily basis, let alone on a weekly basis, that keeps you moving forward, that keeps you swimming? Because I promise you, the only difference between people who are successful and people who aren't, you know, people who are successful are no more brilliant, they're no more creative than people who aren't successful. The only difference is that people who are successful are successful, and people who aren't, aren't. And what that usually means is that People who are successful, they keep going. And people who aren't, 
they tend to give up on their goal or dream or themselves, especially when it comes to some dream or goal having to do with their relationship with money. So is there something you've been tempted to give up on? Is there something where if you continued to take a small, sweet step, it would bring you some joy instead of a sense of resignation. It would bring you a sense of gratitude instead of grumbling. (laughs) If so, what is it? And are you willing to keep taking those steps? So this is Dr. Maria. And, you know, I always love to hear from you. You can go to my website, marianemoth.com, and uh, leave me a note. You can even request what you'd love to hear me talk about when it comes to you and your relationship with the energy of money. I'd be thrilled. So until we speak, until we see each other or hear from each other next time, this is uh, Dr. Maria saying goodbye for now.